Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now stay with a fan for this special program. The Bucks game is over. Are they one win closer to hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy? Let's talk about what happened in the game with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show on The Fan. Your local Pick and Save stores, the official grocer of the Milwaukee Bucks. How about it, Bucks fans? This is tied at two games apiece. How are we doing tonight, Milwaukee? Money. Chris Middleton has never been more cash money in his life as tonight. He looked like an MVP tonight in this one. He looked like an MVP. Everybody that needed to have a moment kind of had a moment. Drew Holiday was awful shooting the basketball. Two big boards, big steal at the end, played a role. Giannis? Maybe offensively wasn't at what Giannis has been, obviously, out of his mind, great. Huge block at the end. I mean, they all played roles. Pat Connaughton with a huge three at the end. Everybody kind of stepped up and did something big there in the last five minutes of the basketball game for the Milwaukee Bucks. Just amazing. At five minutes to go in this one, in the fourth quarter. Sam Schmidt's uh, producing tonight. My guy, Sam Schmidt. Always here for me. Five minutes ago, I go, man, I'm nervous, Sam. I am nervous. And I was. I was nervous. I was heart beating fast, watching this thing going, oh, my God, please, please don't lose this game. Please figure out a way to win. Thank God for Chris Middleton. 109-103, the Milwaukee Bucks over the Phoenix Suns in game four, tied up at two, back to Phoenix on Saturday for game four. Five. Tied at two.
Game 5 in Phoenix Saturday night. Back on the air of the Pickett State Basketball Post Game Show Saturday night as well. Chris Middleton, 15 of 33. That has to be the most attempts he's had in a game. Right, Sam? I would imagine 33 shots in a game from Middleton. If that's not the most, it's got to be close to the most in a game from Middleton. 15 of 33, 40 points, 6 boards, 4 assists, couple of steals, only 1 turnover. He only had one turnover in 43 minutes. Giannis only had one turnover in 43 minutes. Drew Holiday, again, not good. 4 of 20, 0 of 5 from 3. Hit all 5 free throws, a couple of huge boards. 13 points, 7 boards, 7 assists, 3 steals, and 1 turnover. That was almost the exact stat line that Gary Ellerson called on the postgame show. I think he said 15, 9, and 7 or something like that. Uh, so almost exactly what he called. But Chris Middleton, unbelievable tonight. Off the bench, Pat Connaughton leads the way, hitting three threes. 11 points, nine boards for Connaughton in 32 minutes to go along with an assist. Big night for him. Bobby Portis, not as big of a factor, but still a factor, obviously, in his 20 minutes of play. Jeff T got 11 minutes in there, too, off the bench. Woo! That was big, Bucks fans. Big, 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 big. You could not go down 3-1 to one in this series. Could not. Chris Middleton, cash money, carried that team at the end. Like I said at the beginning, he looked like the MVP on this team tonight. He was unbelievable again. Uh, what, second, third time now in the playoffs where he's kind of carried this team down the stretch? Mike DePainter, you'll lead things off on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show as the Bucks win 109-103. to Oh, Sparky, I was right there with you, man. With that five minutes left, I was so nervous. I was on the edge of my seat, man. Oh, wow. And like I said during your guys' show, I I knew, I just had a feeling it was going to be a shootout between Middleton and Booker. Oh, man. Middleton got two more points than I thought, but those were two at the line. Oh, man. Those were some big shots at the end from him. That was just big. Absolutely huge by by Chris Middleton. And everybody that's been on Chris Middleton, and I've been on Chris Middleton throughout his career, I didn't want to give him max money. I'm sorry. That man is the reason or a big reason why this team is where they are right now, needing two of three now to be NBA champions. Without him, we wouldn't even be in the finals. Without him, we wouldn't even be here. He he was the reason why we beat the Nets. He's just... He is cash money. He is, wow, he is, (laughs) wow, he is awesome. I I cannot say enough about him. He is on point. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Take care, Mike. Yep, Mike the Painter. Again, one more optimistic guys you're going to find when you listen to the fan. Very, very optimistic guy. All right, dial it up. Let's celebrate together, guys. Let's celebrate. It's 2-2. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Let's party together. Got some severe weather coming our way, some rain and so forth coming here uh, shortly. It's so dark out. I can't see outside the studio to see if it's raining now or not. But uh, earlier I had seen on Twitter that there was severe weather scheduled to hit the Deer District somewhere around about this time. So, uh, if it's starting to rain, uh, be careful driving in it as uh, it's going to be raining for a good portion of the night as it looks like right now. All right, let's celebrate together. Bucks get game four. Tied up at two games apiece. Whew. I mean, there are so many people calling in to shows across the fan today. Bart Winkler this morning said 50 for Middleton tonight. Well, he didn't get 50. He got 40. 
<laughs> Heck of a basketball game. Numerous people I heard calling into the station today saying 30 or more in this game for Chris Middleton. Everybody was on the bandwagon that Middleton was going to have that bust-out game tonight. And thankfully, he did. Tony in Texas, listening on the Odyssey app. Download that today for free. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Tony, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Sparky. This is the most excited I think I've ever been in my life after a Bucks game. Unbelievable. First of all, got to give it to Milwaukee. The fans willed us when it didn't look good. The fans brought that extra energy. Chris Middleton, you can't say it enough. My guy Mike the Painter actually called it, said Chris would have a huge game. I got to give it up to Planet Pat, a plus 21 today, Spark. 11 points, 9 rebounds. And the big knock on the Bucks, Sparky, is they can't finish. Can't finish these tight games. Well, they went out and outscored the, the Suns. I, I don't know the exact number, but it had to have been at least 10 the last five minutes of the game. Just an unbelievable effort. And uh, one concern I did have, Sparky, by the way, Giannis has it. So probably one of the best blocks in finals history. Was Giannis a little bit tired or just not at full strength today? And I'll, I'll hang up and listen, Spark. Go Bucks. Yeah, you betcha. Thanks for the call. I don't know what was going on with him. I'd say the same thing about Chris Paul. Chris Paul didn't look right to me the whole game. Like, from from the word go, he looked like he was dragging or was dinged up or something. He did not look the same tonight to me uh, watching, again, on my TV set. I wasn't at the Pfizer form like many of you were, but he didn't look right to me from, from the word go, did Chris Paul. Giannis, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he looked a little winded or something at, at times. Took himself out early again. Fine, whatever. Came back. Uh, and 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 played fine. I mean, again, he he wasn't horrible or anything necessarily. He just wasn't the the monster that he has been the first couple of games in this series. It is very very difficult to throw forty points in three consecutive games, especially in the postseason. I mean, that's when it becomes even more difficult. If you think it's difficult to do it in the regular season, it's even more difficult. Uh, to do it in the postseason. And while, yeah, I mean, I was one of the guys going, yeah, he, he probably will do it. Because Phoenix had shown no ability, regular season or postseason, of slowing Giannis down. Not at any point. So to, to be able to get that uh, game without him having his 40 points and Middleton being that guy to step up, man, oh man, that is a huge, huge deal uh, for uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's go to another guy listening on the Odyssey app. Let's go to Vincent in Anaheim. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame shows. The Bucks win 109-103 and even up the finals at two games apiece. There you go, baby. And like I said, it ain't over till it's over. Now, like they'll say, it's a, it's, a, it's a new series again. You know what I mean? Right. But, of course, whoever gets this one victory to get you that three game, get you that one game away, is going to have a little momentum. I want to see. That's what, you, that's, that's what Chris Middleton needed to do. Remember, I'm the outsider looking in. I remember all the Chris Middleton talk, man. And we gave him his flowers. We celebrated him because he helped you get to the final with his performance. And then the first two games, he was lackluster. You know what I mean? So you got to criticize him. But now he stepped up. He did what a number two guy or a, the, the other all-star in your yes. team does. Yep. Steps up when the other guy, he put it on that word. He honest with that messed up knee. He needed a little rest. But, hey, Holiday, I need you to step up too now. 13 points. I need you to get at least 20. And imagine if Holiday was all on filling the shoe, we'll be wiping these guys. I mean, you'll be wiping these guys off the map, but I want to see the killer instinct. I know you're going to go to Phoenix. I know that, you know, home court is crazy out there. But imagine if you step on the throat and imagine you take that game in Phoenix. Uh-oh. Now all these, all oh, these yeah. people talking all the trash. Yep. Hey, remember, I was there with the, uh, with the Raptors, baby, talking all that trash. 
I was. Get it done. No, Bucks didn't get it done. I said they were going to sweep y'all, and they lost the next four. <laughs> exactly. I'm not doing. Over, I'm not doing that stuff. I'm no. I'm not doing that. In yeah. fact, my guy Sam Schmidt's other side of the glass before this game was wrapping up. He goes, "Man, they they get the game in Phoenix. It's over." And I said, "Oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. I am not For doing real. that again. Nope. I learned my lesson, yeah, Vincent. Like I said, I'm outside looking in, and I, you know, I feel I, I can't even watch, listen to the game because I get so worked up when I when when stuff goes wrong. So I just I just. When I was looking at halftime, it was tied. And then when I checked, the, I, I, I took a look at my app and to check the score. I was closing my eyes. I was like, come on, Buck. Don't, don't disappoint me. And I opened my eyes. I was like, woo, there you go. Yep. Do what you got to do, guys. And pour out a little liquor, drink it up, and celebrate it now. Oh, now there's going to be a lot of that going on in Wisconsin today. I promise you that much, Vincent. We do that very well. Vincent, have a good night, buddy. Take care. I right, take care. Peace. There he is, Vincent in Anaheim. Wasn't a Bucks fan. Was a Raptors fan, started listening to the shows on the station two years ago, cheering on his Raptors, never really crushing on the on the Bucks, always laughing, always having a good time when he calls in, and he's a Lakers fan too. Uh, and now he's kind of morphed into kind of pulling for the Bucks along the way, kind of because he's listened to all the shows on the station in Milwaukee, which he has no affiliation with whatsoever at all, just found us during that one series and has listened to us ever since. So always love hearing from Vincent in Anaheim. All right, let's go to Adam in St. Francis after the Bucks win 109-103. to Adam, what are you thinking tonight? I am thinking the Bucks got a fantastic chance to win it all. And I'm also thinking all the criticism of Coach Bud kind of needs to be silenced a little bit because I think he pushed all the right buttons in the first quarter with the early substitutions getting the right players in for the right energy and and getting the team back in from that early deficit and, and pushing them forward. And then also Chris Middleton has been the savior of this Bucks team this entire postseason. When they were down and out, it was Chris Middleton that absolutely stepped up, and tonight is no different. Again, again, I you know there are so many people that didn't want to give him that contract. I was one of them, but he is proving right now in this postseason that he has come a long way from where the postseason was a couple of years ago, and he really wasn't all that bad if you go series by series. But this year, he is taking over games uh, and winning games for this team. And again, I'm not saying I'm getting him a free pass for the rest of his career in Milwaukee, but he's going to get a pass for a while now. I mean. He, he is showing out on the national stage right now in the biggest stage trying to get a first championship for the Milwaukee Bucks since 1971. And it's not only the games in this postseason, it's the biggest games that no we doubt. needed yep. that he has showed up and made his money because the past three years in the playoffs, it was like, where's Chris Middleton? Where's you know, Chris Middleton? Where's Chris Middleton? And here he is. Adam, you know, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Go celebrate uh, and be safe when the severe weather gets here at some point. Um, it's crazy because I'm just sitting here. You know, you always say, oh, well, appreciate Giannis. You know, don't knock Giannis. Da, 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 da. And I'm not knocking Giannis when I'm, when I'm about to say what I'm going to say. Man, I can't think of another MVP type player, superstar, household name type player, where he's not the automatic guy at the end of games. Like, I, I can't, I, I don't know of another guy. Now, maybe Shaq, because you had Kobe and D. Wade, other Hall of Famers, 
And I don't know if Middleton's going to be a Hall of Famer or not. Now, I know that sounds silly, but you average over 20 points. You win a championship possibly here or two with your time in Milwaukee with Giannis. You have all these all-star appearances. Who knows? Maybe he ends up in the Hall of Fame at some point. And we look back and go, hey, Giannis had a Hall of Famer in Middleton, even though in the time being, maybe nobody's considering him that. But Middleton is clearly, clearly the guy on this team at the end of games now. I mean, there, there is no question. None. And in fact... When you're Monty Williams now going back for the next three games, if that's how long it goes, you get in the last four or five minutes, it's got to be about stopping Chris Middleton. Like it, It's probably not even about Giannis. It, it has to be about get the ball out of his hands. Make somebody beat us here late. Don't let him beat us. And I'm glad they won. Because if they didn't win, there would be a lot of anger towards those referees in the NBA. A lot of anger. Twice Devin Booker should have had six fouls on him. Twice in this game he should have fouled out. And crickets from those referees. Crickets! That type of stuff? That's why fans don't trust this sport. That's it right there. Right there in a nutshell. Rami Makhlouf, my guy in the afternoon, Rami show three to six. That man always wants to fight with me about, ah, you're crazy conspiracy theory spark. Yeah, you're nuts. I saw that man tonight on Twitter saying, and this is why people have conspiracy theories about the NBA when you blow dumb calls like this. And that's correct. That's exactly it. The difference is I've been watching this crap against the Bucs my whole life. Never thought with the multiple MVP on our side in the NBA Finals, I'd be crying about referees screwing us. But that was ridiculous. That was foul six both times. Mark Jackson even said, how do you not make that call? Maybe Monty Williams crying in the last press. They're talking about Giannis having more free throws than his team. Maybe that was in the back of their heads and they didn't blow the whistle. I have no idea. But the game was definitely over if he would have got six. Uh, And obviously, maybe they didn't want it to be over, whatever. Maybe they missed two obvious calls. Jay in North Carolina. Bucks win 109-103. How you feeling, Jay? First of all, Sparky, I got to say, man, you've been saying all finals, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance. You got to get to game six, Sparky. I don't care. You got to call in sick. What's your general manager email, man? I'm going to email him. <laughs> you got to get down to game six, Sparky. Come on, man. Go yeah. for the half. If you, I mean, if you got to be there, just go for the first half and hit it back to the studio. I don't care, man. You got to get to game six. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't. To be honest with you, man, I'm I'm a little superstitious myself. I don't think that's a good idea. I oh, I tend to bring bad luck to things. I don't oh, think man. it's a good idea for me to go at this point. I've not oh, gone man. this whole postseason. I've not gone to a game. Go ahead, turn your microphone on. Turn your microphone on. Here's Sam Schmitz, my executive producer, my who the guy who I said was my guy on these post game shows all all throughout the postseason. Sam Schmitz, should I go to Game Six? Absolutely not. And see, there you go, my own guy. I'm telling you. Come on, man. I appreciate the love, Jay, but I don't think that's a good idea. I re- I'd love to go, but I don't think it's a good idea. Do a live remote from the Deer District. You know what I'm saying? USC down there, uh, Great Midwest Bank, Gina Della from Pella, whoever got to sponsor y'all, Al Capone brought y'all grill them. You got a beer. I want to see you there, Sparky. I want to see the confetti rain down on you, man. Come on. Well, maybe I'll get a confetti shooter for uh, in the studio, and Sam Schmitz oh, can blow confetti on me if if uh, on both of us. We'll just shoot it up in the air and and celebrate together because that that is going to be crazy if they win this thing. We're gonna win it, Sparky. 
I hope you're right, man. I hope right. you are right. Are people in North Carolina buying this Bucks team? Heck no, man. Yeah. Heck no, nobody is. I was in Walmart today. I had a Bucks hat on. And this dude like, oh, oh, Giannis, he he doesn't have a bag. And like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, he doesn't, whatever. What are you talking about? He needs to do what he's been doing. You can't stop. Man he, throws up like, over 40 points in back-to-back games before tonight, and people are still bagging on him all over the country. All over the country. Um, he's like, it was, yeah, man. It's like the NFC Championship game where dude ran for like 300 yards on us. That's what Giannis is. Like, dude, you can't you can't stop him, man. Yep. Jay, thanks for the call, man. All right, appreciate Take it. Take care, my guy Jay. North Carolina listening on that Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Check it out. Uh, let's see here. Where are we going next? Uh, let's go to long time. Long time, Bucks fan. Been calling in post-game shows since it uh, started on back in, I think it was 2007. Trail, north side of Milwaukee. How are you feeling? All right. What's up, Trill? Hello? Yeah, man, go. You're on the radio. Man, you're a professional caller, Trill. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sparky. Sparky, I'm happy that we got the win, but I'm I'm, I'm upset with the game plan. Yeah, I'm upset with the game plan, Sparky. Yeah, I I understand. Uh, They didn't didn't play in the paint enough. They relied on threes that they couldn't hit most of the night. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I I, I totally understand. I I get it. But they they won. Yeah, they won, but we we can't play like that and, and... and we play like that, we're not going to win many games. Uh, we 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 got we got lucky, and we we need some luck in this situation. Reminds me of that Brooklyn game when we won by three, when how they hit that layup at the end towards the end. Yep. So so we had to have one of those games. I get it, but we can't be forcing to, to get Milton and them in their groove, and how they had the expense of uh, letting Giannis hang around and just watch. Right. I think at this point, if they can't, if they don't know how to to get their points off of him. Then uh, I don't know what I don't know what to say. We've been playing too long for for us to come down to playing a tackle and jive type stuff on offense. I didn't like it. I think Giannis took it. I seen him asking for the ball a number of times that he couldn't get it. I didn't like that. And um, um, I don't I don't make a big deal about the closing situation. It is what it is. Milton's a perimeter player. He's supposed to do that. And I I, I don't I don't I don't knock Giannis because of that. I don't knock all. Giannis either. But it's clear Milton's the guy right now at the end. I mean, it. there's no question. I mean, it, it, you go back to Phoenix, and if this is a close game in the last three, four, five minutes, if I'm Monty Williams, I run two guys at that dude and make somebody else beat me. I'm not letting him beat me, which is the exact same thing they should have been doing to Devin Booker tonight on the defensive side of the ball. There's no way I'm running one guy at a time at this dude. As soon as he catches the ball, make him pass and let somebody else beat you. If Cam Johnson hits six threes trail, Fine, I'll live with it. If Jay Crowder continues hitting threes, fine. But it's not going to be Devin Booker when he legitimately was the only guy going that was hot tonight. Yeah, I agree with you, but they, they're not going to be able to run people at Milton like that because they still got to count for Giannis. I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if I'm Monty Williams, fine, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with the fallout with Aiden and whoever's got to deal with Giannis. But Chris Milton's not beating me. I, I'm just, if I'm Monty Williams, I'm not. I'll take my chances with Giannis jacking up jumpers or whatever he's going to try and do at that point. But I'm not letting Chris Middleton beat me. You can't. You just, you can't do it at this point. Especially if he's going the way he was going tonight there in the fourth quarter again. You saw it against the Nets. You saw it tonight when he's in that type of zone, similar to how Booker was this whole game. You can't let that one guy beat you. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, 
Milton's just, I don't know. I didn't like, I didn't like what I seen from Holiday on the offensive end. But. Milton gave him 40. I'm happy about it. But he, he also took probably 30 plus shots to get that 33. 33 shots. Yeah. But, Trell, this is my thing. And I was talking with a buddy of mine, Terry, and we were going back and forth about this Drew Holiday thing. I, I tweeted out earlier in the game, and I said, look, his shots aren't falling. Talking about Holiday. I said, but he's got to still stay aggressive and keep playing. The one thing they cannot have happen the rest of the series is Holiday stops playing offense and starts worrying about everybody else and passes up shots because yeah. he is capable of scoring. Fine, he had an off might, but you still got to keep throwing it up there because if you go away from throwing it up there and now I'm relying on Jeff Teague and Pat Connaughton and whoever to try and score, I still like my chances better with Drew Holiday. Yep, yeah, and I would say this. I, I like our chances in game five. Because I don't think they played well uh, tonight, and we still came off the win. So I like I like our chances to bounce to bounce back as far as the way that we played. And um, if, if 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 Middleton, Holiday, uh, you know, a couple of those guys that step up, Yash is going to be there. So uh, we're going to have a great chance to get a win in Game Five, and we won't even have to come back there for Game Seven. Well, I so hope so. I, I hope so, Trail. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Hey, Bucks win, you win. Frosties at Wendy's. Go get your Frosty now at Wendy's. You get 24 hours, no purchase necessary, right? Participating uh, Wisconsin Wendy's. You go there, you get it. You get your Frosty tonight, and you take a nice little selfie. Maybe wearing your, I saw one dude said he was going to wear his Todd Day jersey tonight. Sam, were you listening earlier to uh, to Midday Madness? I did this whole hour on you know your favorite jersey, the jersey makes you go, eh. you know, that favorite team, that first team you remember started following. We had people call it all day. I go and look at my Twitter, and people are wearing their jerseys. I saw one dude wearing a J.J. Reddick jersey on social media tonight. I saw a Todd Day. Some other dude tweeted a Monte Ellis jersey. Everybody wearing them. Go get your Frosty. Put on your old school Bucks jersey, right, with your obscure Bucks guy that you got or whatever else, and take a picture of you eating your Frosty, wearing your crazy old school Bucks jersey. That's what I want. Tweet it at Big Show Network. Old school Bucks jersey. You and your Frosty tweeted at Big Show Network. I want to see all the crazy old school jerseys. I, I fessed up. I got Sean Rusper jersey and all right, purple one. And somebody, my, my guys, Midwest Ballers on Twitter, they want to buy it off me because they they collect all the purple stuff uh, from that from those years. Yeah. All right. So let's celebrate together. The Bucks get the win, one oh nine one oh three. It's a pick and save basketball post game show broadcasting live from the Lakeland University studios with online learning and seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms. Lakeland.edu. The Bucks continue their winning ways at home with a game four win over the Suns. The series is back to even as Milwaukee heads to Phoenix. We're talking Bucks and the NBA Finals on the fan. It's time for the Wendy's Player of the Game on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. Get yourself a free Wendy's Frosty after every Bucks win. All right, the Bucks get a win 109 to 103. And well, I mean, there's only one choice, right? Chris Middleton is definitely the Wendy's player of the game today. As the Bucks get ready for game five now in Phoenix, they'll get on a plane and very gladly play that game on Saturday night. We'll have the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show following that one. Middleton tonight, 43 minutes, 40 points on 15 of 33 shooting, 3 of 8 from 3, 7 of 8 from the line, 6 boards, 4 assists, 2 steals, only 1 turnover. 
Only one turnover from Giannis in 43 minutes. Only one turnover from Drew Holiday in 43 minutes. I mean, that... To me, that's as impressive as anything else. They did not turn the ball over. You cannot say the same uh, thing for the Phoenix Suns. Five turnovers to the Bucks to 17 for the Phoenix Suns tonight. And again, go get your Frosty. Throw your old school Bucks jersey on. You know, your Todd Day, your Lee Mayberry, your J.J. Redick, Larry Sanders, whoever you got. Throw it on. Get that Frosty, chocolate and vanilla. Take a selfie. Tweet it at Big Show Network so uh, Gary Leroy and myself can talk about it uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm the Wendy's Big Show. And if you can't get the Frosties tonight, get them tomorrow and do the same thing. We'll retweet them and have some fun with that. All right, our guy from the Wendy's Big Show, uh, who is our executive producer extraordinaire and covering the game for us uh, tonight, he is Dan Plucker joining us now. Hello, Dan Plucker. Sparky, what's going on? You tell me, man. I know you're sober because I know you were in the arena tonight, so I don't have to worry about you being in the Deer District partying with everybody else. So what That's was your, right. I mean, you being in there, your first time in there for a finals game, the crowd, the excitement, the adrenaline, what was it like? I got to tell you, I got so much pent-up energy right now from not <laughs> being able to cheer, not being able to say anything while sitting in there. I was so, in, I was just as frustrated as the fans in Pfizer Forum with some of those foul calls and the acting that was going on with Jay Crowder specifically. And I'll tell you what, in that stadium, the loudest points of the game were when Jay Crowder and Devin Booker were on the free throw line because people were just irate at the calls that they were getting tonight. And it was unbelievable, some of those. And and credit to him. I mean, Crowder is a veteran player in the NBA. He knows how to draw those calls. And and at at some point, you just got to put your hands up. And and uh, he's doing his job. He's doing his job. It's infuriating. It doesn't make any sense. And at some point, NBA referees need to figure out how to not be played by the players because tonight they were played by the players a couple of times on both sides. And it's not just an NBA Finals thing. It's not just a playoff thing. It's an issue throughout the entire NBA. For sure. Something's got to change because tonight it was it – was prevalent to say the least yeah no question it was without question there was one play where booker didn't get touched i forgot who it was going up and booker like flopped his head to one side they show the replay yeah. nobody touched him nobody I, touched him i think him. that was pj tucker had the closeout on that play and that was unbelievable there were just too many instances tonight but you have to give credit to the effort and the output that chris middleton had on the court tonight it was I mean, as, as great of a basketball player as Devin Booker continues to be touted as, Chris Middleton was tit-for-tat with him all game long, and he was incredible. He, he, anytime Booker hit a shot, it seemed like we were going back on the other end of the court, and Middleton was hitting a shot right back to answer. It was unbelievable, the performance that he had, and it's time for fans in Milwaukee and Milwaukee Bucks fans to stop the hate on this man. I, I understand. It's frustrating. Because for every 40-point performance, he has a couple stinkers like he's had in Game 2 and in Game 3 of this series. But when he can put the entire team on his back in the NBA Finals and literally potentially save this Milwaukee Bucks title hopes, you you have to give him credit for the unbelievable performance that he had tonight. No question. Hey, Dan Plugger, thank you so much. Try and get some sleep so you're here and ready to go for the big show tomorrow at 10 o'clock. All right, appreciate it. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care. There he is, Dan Plugger, doing a great job down at Pfizer Forum. He was right there with you in the thick of it, watching this Bucks team get the win 109-103 over the Phoenix Suns. And it it really was 
uh, a game to behold. And again, you know, you start talking about those calls that that were driving people crazy. Uh, well, one of them uh, is, is this one right here. And I didn't know if I was going to play it or not since they won, but but this is one of them. Paul kicks it back out. Pass deflected and stolen. Three on one for the Bucks. Holiday foul by Booker. They didn't call it. And Tenacupo banks it home. That would have been a sixth foul. How do you not call that foul? And if you're Devin Booker, how are you about to take that foul? You're better off just letting him have a layup. The crowd upset. The Bucks upset. Booker's still in the game, and it's a one-point lead for Phoenix. See, and again, I, I, well, we, everybody there watching at home. I can only imagine Ted Davis's call. I, I can only imagine how angry Ted was. But that that is the type of stuff, again, you want conspiracy theories, the commissioner of the NBA is in town. If you're listening, Commissioner Silver, that's why people don't trust your league. When stupid crap like that happens in big situations, and it doesn't just happen in finals games, it happens in regular season games too. Playing stuff like that, that, that type of stuff, man, is just absolutely ridiculous. That's why you have the conspiracy theories that you have. And it doesn't, it hasn't just happened on Silver's Watch. It happened on Stern's Watch, too. Uh, let's go to Corey, listening on the Odyssey app in Phoenix, Arizona. What's going on, Corey? Sparky, thank you for taking my call. Man. Sure. And you know what? I had a fan, a Phoenix fan, tell me, now we respect y'all. I said, that was your mistake. Y'all should have respected us when it was set, who, were, who you guys were playing. Yep. You know? Look, man, when Giannis was, and I like holidays, but when Giannis was not giving holiday the ball i was like okay i'm feeling that then he did it a couple of times and middleton scored so look holiday we like you man and keep shooting because some of them are gonna fall but Giannis, i gotta give it to you man you uh you made that decision look i'm gonna give it to my hot man and that block oh my god that block on aiden yep the people that the people that i was sitting around guess what they said that's a foul and i'm like well let me just put it to you like this Booker fouled out twice. How no about, doubt. You know, so, hey, Sparky, again, go Bucks. Hey, I love my city. I love my teams. I love my state, and I love my family. Hey, go Bucks, baby. Good luck, hey. man. They're coming back your way. Are you going to go hey. to the game? Uh, no, nah, man, I'm going uh, to sit and watch it at the house or, or somebody's establishment, man. The beer's cheaper in the bathroom. is closer, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> with you. Corey, take care, buddy. Corey, listening to Phoenix on the Odyssey app, and uh, I got the uh, the weather forecast. I'm my guy Mark Baden, uh, and yeah, there is a lot of rain coming this way, uh, so be ready for it. Uh, let's go to Jay leaving Pfizer Forum. You are next uh, on 1250 AM. The fan, the pick and save basketball post game show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up? Hey, Sparky. That uh, you know, to your point, it felt like at critical points in the fourth quarter, it felt like you're watching a soccer match. Yeah. And I really, I really hope that the NBA, I would love to see the NBA study the international game because, Sparky, I don't know if you've caught any of the USA's first two losses, but um, the crap that they let the players get away with in the NBA, they don't call, those, they don't call it like that internationally. Right. And all, all it takes is basically each player, a couple of plays where they look absolutely foolish for them to figure out that, you know, what they, what they get away with as far as the acting in the NBA is not going to be called in the international game. And it's just so much more of a better product to watch 
when you don't allow that into the game. I mean, you're, you're talking about, can you imagine the NBA screwing the Bucks over like this and, and, and letting an NBA Finals game and possibly series mm-hmm. determined by an acting job by two players? I mean, they should be ashamed of themselves. But again, this isn't just the Suns that do this. All teams and all players do this. It's not and just you, Phoenix. You they all do it. You are 100% right with that. I hope they study the international game. But come come game five, Sparky, this is going to be the toughest game this organization has had to win. And the reason being is this. All of the pressure is on the Suns, and they know man-to-man and within their locker room, they know if they lose game five, they lost the NBA Finals because there is no way – the Suns come into Milwaukee and beat uh, us. I can't. I can't. Jay, they got to lay everything on the line in game five. All of the pressure shifts to them. And, and, and I just, again, I haven't seen this since 2001. I would, I would bet a lot of money that there is no way they come in and beat us on our home uh, court right now with the way that atmosphere is down there. No, no but, doubt. But it, it's, you're, you're right about that, Jay. I got to roll, man. I got some other people to get to. Thanks for the call. Listen, I, I want to get down with you. I, I want to. I so want to say, hey, hey, when game five, it's over. I do. I really want to say it. Really, 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 really badly want to say it. My heart's been broken too much, man. I can't. I can't. I thought it was over against Toronto two years ago. They were up to nothing. I, I can't. I cannot let myself... Go back into that trap again. I can't. If they win game five, then they got to win one of the next two. Whether it be at home or at Phoenix, they got to win one of them. So if they lose game six, then you got to go win game seven. Either way. If you lose game five, I'm not going to be freaking out. Just come back, win your next game like you did tonight. Take care of business like in the Nets series. And then go take the last one and win the NBA championship. Just win the NBA championship. I don't care where you win the games, how you win the games, just please win the NBA championship so we all can have a championship parade in Milwaukee for most of us the first time in our lifetime. Please, can we get this done? Let's go to Nate on the south side. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show as the Bucks even up the series two games apiece with a 109-103 victory. Hey, what's up, Sparky? That, that game was wild. Had a couple things. Obviously, they allowed Booker like eight fouls tonight. That was incredibly frustrating. And then the acting job by Crowder. I know everyone's been talking about it. Bucks got some calls too, but just a wildly officiated game. Um, the chase down block on the alley-oop by Giannis is going to go down as, as one of the greatest plays in NBA history, especially if the Bucks end up winning the series. I feel like that really swung the game on that yeah. play. Um, that really is one of the best plays I've ever seen in the NBA. That was incredible. Yeah, that Giannis um, block was huge. Absolutely huge. Middleton was doing on the offensive end. Holiday had a couple big boards. And then, like you said, that Giannis swat was big time. And then uh, just to go to Holiday, so obviously Holiday's always going to give it to you on the defensive end. Um, and I like Holiday a lot. But um, I- I'm, not, I'm not mad at the statement that he's got to keep shooting and trying to find the shot. But something's got to happen where – Holiday can't have more shot attempts than Giannis. That just can't happen. He went four for 20, and if we lose the game, to me, that's on Holiday. Just so poor offensively. 
Um, I don't know what it is, but in the last couple of series, he's been missing a lot of layups. Yes. He's just gotta, he's just gotta. So let me ask you this, Nate. Uh, so I, let's I say, what... let's say, you know, after he's whatever, let's say he was two for 10, right? Or one for 10, whatever. At that point, you tell Drew, all right, stop taking shots. Let's have a uh, Connaughton and Teague and those guys take shots instead. Or how do you approach it? I'd say just let Middleton ISO or, or dump it into to Giannis, honestly. I, I, think I just you, don't I, think you I can really, do that. No, I, I disagree. Really we disagree. you got to stop him from getting 20 attempts if he's only going to make four shots. Yep, no, I, it, I mean, we're going to disagree on this, and I'm sure you'll be in the majority and I'll be in the minority on this one. Thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I mentioned it earlier when we started the show, uh, and I was going back and forth, like I, I said earlier, with a buddy of mine. No, I don't want him to stop shooting, or Middleton for that matter. You've got to continue to be aggressive with Giannis on the floor. You you just do. You have to be a threat. Because as we found out, how did one all of that in the first half of the last game? What happened? Boom, caught fire in the third, hits five threes. That and didn't do much in the fourth, but he hit five threes in the third, caught fire, and helped you. Well, he didn't do much in the fourth, but on the floor, but helped you get the 22-point lead, and that was it. Now, he stopped shooting because he didn't shoot all that well in the first half. You never get that. Middleton, you've seen in the playoffs, not play well for three quarters and have a huge fourth quarter. You can't tell him to stop scoring because then I got Eric Bledsoe. Oh, hey, man, you two go ahead and y'all do the work. I'll take five shots and watch. I don't want that. That is not what I want. I gave up all these picks for Drew Holiday to come in here and be a member of the big three. Big three dudes shoot 15, 20 shots a game. Sometimes 33, like Chris Middleton tonight. But you take your shots. You don't make them, you don't make them. But you have to take them. You just do. Now, maybe you maybe you go, hey, I don't want you taking, you know, you know, six to ten threes or whatever. Keep going to the rim. Even though you're not finishing, hopefully they start blowing the whistle and you start getting in the line a little bit more. He went in line five times, hit all five free throws. Seven boards, seven assists, three steals. Like I said, late, couple big boards, big steal. He contributed. Now, again, offensively, he's got to play better. I'm not going to say he doesn't, but I don't want him to be less aggressive. No. Joe, Pfizer Forum, was at the game, I think. Joe, were you at the game? I was, Sparky. Incredible experience. Great atmosphere tonight. Had a ton of fun. Good. Hey, listen, I hope somebody from the Bucks organization is listening to this. They need to fire up the bad boys 30 for 30 on the plane ride down to Phoenix. And have all those guys watch it because it's time for Jordan rules. Every time Booker gets in the paint, they need to physically hit him, knock him down, and make him afraid to come in there and not just come and score at will and and, uh, let him just run wild all night. If they take a page out of that bad boy's book, they have a chance of slowing him down. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I just don't know if that's they're going to be their style necessarily doing it the bad boys way at the end of the day. I would be down with it uh, as far as being more aggressive and more physical and making them feel you a little bit more. And Drew Holiday tries to make them feel him. P.J. Tucker tries to make them feel him. But that doesn't seem to be working all that well. I said earlier in the game, like literally, when he gets going like that, I'm just running two guys at you. If Chris Paul hits shots, Fine. If Jay Crowder hits shots, fine. But you aren't going to single-handedly beat me on any night. That's I'm just not going to allow that to happen. And they did not do that. And you could say the same thing about the Suns. A little bit different because Giannis is better than Chris Paul, obviously, by a lot. 
Uh, so if you do that, you leave yourself open to having Giannis beat you. But Chris Paul wasn't playing well tonight. If it was me, I would have started running guys at Devin Booker way earlier uh, than they finally ended up doing. Joe, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Glad y'all had fun uh, at the game. All right, take another quick timeout. Bucks win 109-103. Let's hear from you, Bucks fans. Let's celebrate. This series is tied at two, game five on Saturday night. And if you have not seen the Bart Winkler newest video on Twitter, at WingsThinks, I implore you to go watch it. Now, he doesn't talk, right? Doesn't talk at all. There's no talking for Bart Winkler in this video. It's only like 30 seconds. I laughed hysterically. It's a brilliant video by Bart Winkler. And to clue you in, if you don't listen to Bart's show every single day, Bart, I think it was last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was, uh, decided he was going to put a chair out on Wisconsin Avenue to get ready for the championship parade and Somebody stole the chair, obviously, because there was just some random chair sitting out there, so somebody took it. So that's the context of what you're going to watch on his video. Go check it out. I'm telling you, tomorrow morning, I'm sure he will be in all his glory from 6 to 10 in the morning, him and Toby Altizer. You're not going to want to miss that show tomorrow morning either. Bucks win 109-103. It's time for the Q Club break of the game on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show on The Fan. Q Club of Wisconsin. Great food and fun in Waukesha. Welcome back. The Bucks they get a big victory tonight. Big, big victory. 109-103 over the Phoenix Suns. The series now tied up at two. Yeah, it's true. The series is tied up at two. Headed back to Phoenix for game five on Saturday night. How about it, Bucks fans? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. Let's celebrate together and wish the Milwaukee Bucks well on their plane ride to Phoenix to take on the Suns on Saturday. Again, a couple days here in between before they play that next game. So we'll see how that goes. Break of the game. I don't know, man. There's a lot of different ways we can go about this. Pick any Chris Middleton highlights you want. But to me, I, I I really, really, really like this play here. Now Booker with Tucker on him. Throws it up for Aiden. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. That to me was a huge, huge play in that basketball game uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis with that huge block there towards the end of the game. And the Bucks hold on 109-103. And if you've not been to Q Club of Wisconsin and Walker, y'all go check it out. A game room's amazing. Pool tables, indoor bocce ball, dart boards, foosball, ping pong, uh, all kinds of great stuff. And not to mention some really good food, too. So check them out. Uh, they do a great job out there. Uh, Q Club of Wisconsin in Waukesha. Let's go to Kyle leaving Foster Forum. You're next on the Biggest Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's up, Kyle? Hey, first box game. Bam, baby, let's go. Wait, 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 wait. For, whoa, 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 stop talking. Hold on, hold on. Kyle, did you say it's your first Bucks game? Was it your first Bucks game ever? Roger that, sir. Kyle, how old are you? 34. Kyle, you ruined it for yourself. You, you no, ruined, yes, you did, because no matter what Bucks game you go to, going forward, the rest of your life, you're going to think is just horrible. Like, you're going to be like, 
man, this isn't anything like that game I went to in the finals. Like this, there's like no, no there's okay. like nothing going on here. I mean, you completely ruined going to games for yourself now going forward by making this the first game. Nothing is going to be better than this here, Kyle. No, you're absolutely right. There's going to be nothing better nothing. than this right now. Right. But, but this was legit. To make it the first game and have the boys like not shoot so well in the first half, three quarters, and then come out and just close it out, there's nothing better. There ain't nothing better. No, like, nothing better. I went to the bathroom with like five minutes and 36 seconds left thinking like, well, I'll be back in time to see the last minute and a half. And bam, <laughs> the boys did it. Fuck it, did Bucks in six, boys. Let's go. All right, Kyle. Thanks for the call. Bucks in six. Bucks in six. How about it? Brandon Jennings living in infamy right now. Like, he is unbelievable. Brandon Jennings hasn't been here in years. And that saying, Bucks in six, still rings uh, true today with Bucks fans. Continue calling in. Let's go. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Sam Schmitz, other side of the glass, taking your calls and doing all kinds of other stuff. Cutting highlights, recording audio after the game from Holiday and Giannis and Middleton and Bud and all these guys. Sam Schmitz is working his tail end off uh, over here tonight like he does every night. Tom, in the Deer District, you are next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show after the Bucks win 109-103. What's up, Sparky? Uh, first time, long time, literally listen to you guys every day. You awesome. guys are amazing. Thanks. Um, actually, literally just got home. I was at the Bucks game and, and peaked in the Deer District for a minute. Um, want to talk about two things. First and foremost, conspiracy theory, totally real, but I want to stay positive. The Bucks energy tonight in that arena was electric. Like literally every single play, no matter we were down five, seven, nine, Everyone was cheering, and it was the coolest thing to be around. Um, Got to give credit credit to uh, Painter Mike. He he called Chris Middleton getting 38 tonight. He got 40. Um, honestly, one of the best moments of my life. I've been to a bunch of Bucks games, but this is the cherry on top. I cannot wait to see game five, and I cannot wait to go to game six, baby. Yeah, so you're going to game six too? Yes, sir. I'm a season ticket holder. I got the lucky draw. Of okay. Six, and I ended up buying tickets for three and four. Okay. So you were at three, you were at four. Which crowd was better? Oh, my God. They were both amazing. Three, I got to go with my best friend. Four, I got to go with my girlfriend. I thought three was the best game I ever went to. Four topped it. I cannot wait for six. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, I Again, I wasn't there. You were. I think game three's crowd was better than games four. Both very, very good. I felt like game tonight, at the beginning of the second half, when Phoenix scored like the first five, Y'all kind of felt off a little bit there as they scored the first five points. I don't know if it was people just getting back to their seats because they were winning in concession lines, whatever the case may be. And then after that, it picked back up and it was really good after that. But game three, y'all were on fire in game three. Man. That was <laughs> game amazing. Three, game three, I literally lost my voice in the first quarter. Yeah. As you can tell I lost my voice as well tonight. Um, but I think overall, just from like a duration standpoint, I feel like at least my section, section 110, we were we were bumping the entire time. That's I awesome. I friend tonight and... <laughs> We're, we're going to hook up for the next game. So it was it was an amazing experience Great. and literally just the most amazing time ever. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Todd, thanks a lot, man. Call back uh, on Saturday night if they play in Phoenix. In Phoenix, series tied up two games apiece. 
Uh, Bart Winkler show tomorrow morning, 6 to 10. Wendy's Big Show, myself, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler from 10 till 2. Sparky's Midday Madness from 2 to 3. And then Rami Makhlouf in here from 3 to 6. We'll be talking about the Bucks NBA Finals all day tomorrow here on The Fan. You are going to want to keep it tuned in uh, here. And, of course, follow us on social media as well at 1250 AM, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun places that you can follow people on social media. We're right there with you. Dial it up, 414-799-1250. Let's go to Andy, leaving Fiserv Forum. You're next on 1250 AM, The Fan. What's going on, Andy? Hey there. Yeah, driving back home. I don't know if I have a voice right now. You sound I fine. Nev- yeah, I have never heard it that loud. Mecca, Bradley Center, Fiserv, that was an incredible environment. Although... So stressful. Um, I mean, you looked up at the scoreboard in the second and third quarter in the beginning of the fourth, and like, how the heck are the Bucks yes. still that close? Yep. It seemed like we were down by almost 20. No doubt. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I think everybody, you know, we weren't all at the game like you were, but even on social media, people were like, I can't believe we're still in this thing considering how bad they've played. Yeah, I mean, Giannis, seemed, it almost seemed like he was off. And just was almost kind of standing there and not necessarily driving as much or being as much of a presence getting boards or anything. It, it, the fans around me and the brothers sitting next to me were just kind of confused with what was going on with the whole environment. But um, definitely happy how it turned out. I got to say, I, I was I was kind of uh, taken aback a little bit that Forbes didn't play in this game. I didn't think they'd bench Forbes and not play him at all in this game, but they did. They just decided, you're not hitting shots, you're not of help on defense all that much, so you're simply not going to play. Uh, And they shortened the rotation to eight. They still allowed Teague to play a little bit. Uh, But again, we talk about adjustments and everything else. That that was one of the adjustments by benching Forbes in this one. Andy, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. Bucks win 109-103. to If for some reason... And I don't know what good reason you'd have, but I'm not going to sit here and judge people. But for some reason, you don't know what happened there in the fourth quarter. Uh, let me let me just kind of set it up uh, a, a little bit for you with four straight highlights. I'm going to play four straight highlights, all courtesy of ABC, kind of uh, all lined up in, in order a little bit here. Here we go. You got numbers. Giannis kicks it out. Connaughton for three. Exactly. It's only the third team foul. Middleton finding some space. Jump shot is good. Middleton ties the game. He's got 32. Keep it simple. It's off to the screen and roll of Giannis and Middleton. Put the ball in the hands of your two best players and let them make the decision. Middleton fakes. Now dribbles. Foul line jumper. Shot. It's good. Middleton nails another. Bucks up two. Chris Paul falls down. You've got numbers right now if you're the Bucs. Holiday, Middleton, inside, he banks it home. Timeout, Phoenix. This building is shaking. Holiday trying to come free. They throw it in to Connaughton, and that'll do it. The NBA Finals are tied at two games apiece. It's a best of three now, and the home team has won every game so far. I love the call where it's literally this building is shaking. 
I remember being at the Briley Center back in the day where literally it felt like the building was shaking. And I always thought to myself, I don't know why this building's shaking. But again, I can totally believe that it would feel like it's shaping. Now, I do know, having been at Camp Randall, that, that dang thing sways or has issues one way or the other. That thing does move. CJ in Greendale, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show after the Bucks win 109-103. Hey, Sparky. Good to talk to you again. You bet. Um, just, I'd, just a couple comments. Uh, the stress level today was just outrageous. I haven't, have, I haven't felt stress like this since, like, the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl <laughs> uh, in 2010. Uh, and I also want to say that uh, for all the old bucks that were there, uh, if God willing we win this thing, they should be in that parade with, uh, with the current team because I heard they got screwed out of a parade back in the day. They totally Before got screwed. Time. The 71 team, they got yeah. nothing. Nothing. Right. We talked to John McLaughlin about that on the big show. Absolutely exactly. nothing. So I hope they lead the parade. If God willing, we we win this. Thing. Now that's all I gotta say. CJ, thank you. I'm 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 there with you. I'm there with you. Junior Bridgman, McLaughlin, Jabbar, Oscar, whoever, anybody still kicking it from that '71 championship team should be in that dang parade. They should be in the parade. Period. And I don't even come at me with any of this stuff, Sam. Don't, no, no, no. Don't disagree with me. No, no, no. I was just saying, I mean, should we include Brandon Jennings in there? Possible? I'm working on something about Brandon Jennings right now. I I, I got some text messaging going on. Uh, I, I might have something. I'm working on something concerning Jennings. I, I can't get into it. But listen, I I don't know if I want Brandon Jennings. No, no. The answer is no. I don't want Brandon Jennings there in the parade. No. But the 71 championship team deserves a parade. They should have had a parade all those years ago, and I'm all for putting them in the parade. Now, I don't know if they'd go for it. I don't know if they'd all be like, oh, man, this is their time. Like, I ain't trying to intrude on them, man. This is their time. But I'm with CJ. Put them out front. Put them out front of the parade, right? The 1971 NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. Whole thing, put them on blast right there. Right there. And then behind them, I don't know what you have, a marching band, whatever you have, and then boom, the 2021 team comes behind them. And then when you get to the end of the parade, wherever that's going to be, the Deer District, Summerfest, wherever you decide to do it, then if it's me now, I let them come up first. The first guys to do it, the 1971 NBA champs. Boom, you're Milwaukee Bucks. Play green and growing, whatever song you want to play. Up they come. Let those guys get a couple words in, whatever the case may be. And now, your 2021 NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. Boom, and here comes Giannis and the crew up behind that. Now, again, to a degree, I want to make sure these guys are cool with it, right? Because if they're not cool with it, then you probably can't do it because it's their time. But if Giannis, Milton, these guys are like, yeah, man, I'm down with that. They should have had a parade in 71. They deserve some love. If they're cool with it and they're fine with it, then I'm all for it. I'm all for it uh, if they're down with it. Because those guys do deserve that parade. They do deserve that recognition that they got screwed out of back in 71. Bucks win 109-103. Line them up. Let's talk. 414-799-1250. Who starred off the bench today? It's time for the backup of the game. Presented by Gene Wagner Plumbing on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. For any of your plumbing needs, 
Go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. How about it, Bucks fans? Bucks win 109-103 over the Phoenix Suns. Series tied up at two apiece. Two apiece. They head back to Phoenix for game five. Chris Milton's story of the night tonight. 40 points, six boards, four assists, couple of steals. Huge down the stretch. Six big points uh, for the Bucks down the stretch. Giannis uh, did his thing as well. 26 points, 14 boards, eight assists, three steals, two blocks. They each only had one turnover in 43 minutes of action. Simply amazing. Uh, but this is about the Gene Wagner backup, uh, Gene Wagner plumbing backup player of the game. Uh, and a- again, I put a poll question out at Sparky Radio earlier. Who do you think was going to be the star off the bench tonight? Uh, and as we all figured, Pat Connaughton was not the winner. It was instead Bobby Portis. But we got numbers. Giannis kicks it out. Connaughton for three. A huge shot by Connaughton there late in the fourth. Connaughton with 11 points, nine boards, an assist, uh, and uh, one turnover, four of nine shooting, three of seven from three, 32 minutes. He's your backup player of the game. Sam Schmitz can put out a poll question. Since this whole Brandon Jennings things got brought up uh, before the last break, simply put, should the Milwaukee Bucks reach out and bring Brandon Jennings to Milwaukee for game six? Hook him up. Give him a couple front row tickets, whatever. Put him courtside and let him uh, cheer on and get down with the Milwaukee Bucks uh, for game six in Milwaukee. Simple bowl question. Yes or no? He's going to tweet it out uh, from at 1250 AM, the fan. We'll see what everybody thinks. I I would assume majority say, hell yeah, bring back Brandon Jennings. I do, but but I'm a Brandon Jennings fan, so obviously you're going to think that. I'm not putting him in no parade, though, if they win the championship. No. But I'm fine bringing him in, putting him courtside, shouting him out the game, doing all of that. That, I'm all for. Parade, no, that's a little much. Uh, let's go to Tom in Cedarburg. You're next here on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios. What's up? Hey, t- hey Steve. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, very good. My, my, my brother and I, after, when we knew we were going to win, we looked at each other at the, and at the same time we said, how did they do that? <laughs> yep. I mean, did yep. you think they were going to win, Sparky? Seriously? At, at about the, what was it? When did they go to take it at time out? Five and a half minutes or whatever it was uh, left there in the fourth quarter. And I told Sam Schmitz, we were both in here watching the game, and I was like, man, I am nervous. Like, I haven't been that nervous in a game probably since game seven of the Nets. I really wasn't I, nervous I during the Hawks series at all. I really wasn't all that nervous in the first three games of this series. But for whatever reason, man, I got the butterflies. My stomach was a turn in the last five minutes of that game. I didn't, I didn't even know Middleton had that many points. Oh, yeah. I was so focused on the game. I'm like, because they may have flashed up the points and stuff because of the free throw line. Right. I had no idea he was even over 30. And he had 40. Yep. <laughs> well, and one other thing, Sparky, if I may... I think once, despite the, the 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 bad play they can exhibit at times, this team is resilient. You yes. You have to give them the resilience. I'll hang up and listen. Well, I've said it before, Tom. That net series, I think from a mental standpoint, put them over the hump to win a championship. 
Yeah. That yeah. that's and what I that see. was it. That that changed them forever going forward as a team. The core guys, uh, Middleton, Holiday, Giannis, and whoever else stays with this team past this year, winning that series the way they want it and in the fashion they want it. No matter what you put in front of them now in a, in a postseason series, is is not going to be tougher than what they went through there and yeah. overcame and, and won. Lost, and they lost the first game with the Hawks at home. Correct. Didn't you phase know? them. Didn't phase yeah. them. So, all right, Sparky. Take care. You betcha. Take care. Hey, don't forget, they won, which means Wendy's has your free Frosties. Go stop. Get your free Frosty tonight. Tomorrow, you get 24 hours to go get that free Frosty. Chocolate or vanilla. No purchase necessary, of course. Participating Wisconsin Wendy's. And then when you do, this is my thing for everybody to do tonight and tomorrow, going off of what we did on Sparky's Midday Madness earlier today. I want you to find that old school Bucks jersey. Could be Brandon Jennings, could be Todd Day, JJ Reddick, uh, whoever, Lee Mayberry, Marty Collins. Somebody had a Marty Collins jersey they were talking about earlier today. I got a Sean Resper jersey, whatever, whatever that old school jersey is. Put that jersey on and take a picture selfie of you and your Wendy's Frosty that you got for nothing because the Bucks win. Uh, when the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's and tweet it at Big Show Network, please. Tonight, tomorrow, whatever. And then uh, we'll talk about it on the big show, give you some love, some retweets, whatever the case may be. I want to see all these old school jerseys that you guys have while you're eating your free Frosties. I think that would be pretty fun uh, to see what everybody has in their closet. Mike, uh, in the Deer District, you're next here on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show after the Bucks win 109-103. Hey, man, what's going on? It was insane out here. And uh, I, I honestly didn't think the Bucks were going to win until uh, uh, Chris Paul reverted back to Cliff Paul, fumbled the ball away. They got that score. At that point, I'm thinking, man, okay, they got this one. But, man, I was on edge. I thought the Suns looked like they were going to put the final dagger in us. And if you're the Suns right now, I think they're feeling on edge, man, because tonight's game is the game they win. They pretty much dominated and controlled this game probably 43 minutes out of this game. And to lose like they did, I think they're feeling it. Chris Paul's not playing like his MVP-level self. They got the monster game from Booker bouncing back. He's dominated pretty much, and they got the gift of him. He should have fouled out several times. They got everything going their way, and still, uh, once again, my guy Middleton, man, this guy just continually, when he has a bad game, you know, you can bet on him bouncing back, taking over down the stretch. How many big-time shots did he have? Giannis, uh, Holiday, even though he struggled defensive, uh, offensively shooting the ball. Defensively, man, making big plays down the stretch there, and then your guy, PC, hitting a couple big daggers there down the stretch of the court. So, man, just a team effort for this team. They've been in this position before. The Suns haven't, so they're kind of feeling it now because they thought they were going to come in, get the split, and finish the Bucks off back in the Valley. Now it's going to be a best of three. So I like where the Bucks are sitting, fellas. And uh, they control the tempo of this game. I think they can just get one in, in Phoenix. What do you think now going back to Phoenix where they're nearly perfect? Do um, you think the Bucks can control the same tempo and type of game in that atmosphere? It's hard with that, with that fan base in that building. What do you think? Or is this, this uh, the Bucks? Uh, Dominating in their home base. What are your thoughts on that? They got to play. You went on the road. They got to play like it's game seven in game five. Yeah. I mean that. That's all. That it's simple. It's not that hard. Thanks for the call, Mike. It really isn't that hard. Like you got to play with that defensive intensity and physicality from jump in game one. Not wait till the third or fourth quarter. From jump. Not come out and be lackadaisical and sloppy like you were in the game tonight. No, no, no. Not like that. You got to come out and want it. From jump to the end of the game, that's how you got to play game five. You got to play game five like it's game seven, like you played the Nets in game seven. 
That's how you take that game. If you come out just going through the motions and sleepwalking, you're going to get hammered. That's what's going to happen. You're going to get hammered. Because mark my words, Chris Paul's going to have a good game in there. Booker's going to have another good game. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of the role players got caught fire and started going in that game too. They're going to score points. I will be shocked uh, if they score less than 103 points in Phoenix. And if they do, it will be because, I think, because of the Bucs' defensive intensity and the pressure they apply, similar to what they did in Game 3 to them. That's what it has to look like. You start out Game 5 like you started out Game 4, and you're going to get run off the court. That's how I think that's going to go. So they, they cannot come out and play like that. They were, they again, I don't want to call it lucky, whatever, but to survive the way they played for three quarters and figure out a way to win this thing at the end on the back of Chris Middleton. Uh, and again, Pat C with a big shot, Giannis with a huge block down, Drew Holiday with a couple of big boards. I mean, everybody contributed in the last five minutes of the game, but to that point, it really was Chris Middleton and some Giannis sprinkled in, and that was about it, folks, uh, until the very end. And to be in that position to still win it, that's pretty incredible stuff. Brian in the Deer District, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's going on, Brian? Yeah, hey, I was down there, and uh, tonight's game was so much better than Game Three for the fans that were out there. And then at the in end the of Deer the game, District, why? I, now, I don't know about yeah. the Deer District. I, obviously, I can't hear them on TV. They don't have mics on them. So, what was the yeah. difference between three and four in the Deer District? There's just, a, I think, a lot more people, and there's no space to get around. The other day. I was able to get around, but tonight I just—I was in the front row oh. at the beginning, and then uh, towards after, once the game started, I went to the restroom, and then I—I uh, I wasn't able to go back up front because there was so many people up there. All right, well that well that's good then. At least there was more people. I saw some overhead shots of some overflow in other areas around Pfizer Forum, so I, I can buy that. Brian, what do you and think then, about uh, what else you got? And then I saw, I think I saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar after the game. Yeah, he was there. Leaving. Yep. And I told him to keep him sick, and he's like, oh, they still remember what I said. Nice. That's good stuff. All right, Brian, yeah. thank you so much for the call, bud. Take care. There he is, Brian, uh, leaving the Deer District. Did y'all see all the celebrities that were at this game? Eric Name uh, of The Athletic tweeted out a list of celebrities earlier in the game, and it was a pretty impressive it was a pretty impressive list. I got to tell you, I was on the phone talking with uh, Gary Ellerson, uh, and I told him, I said, man, you got to look at this. I mean, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Calipari and his kid were there, cheering on Devin Booker, of course. Uh, so they were there. Uh, Zadarius Smith was uh, apparently in the house as well. There was some rumblings that Aaron Rodgers was going to be there. That did not happen. Alex Rodriguez walking in. Rami was so excited about that on Twitter. Oh, he's so happy. Uh, he was walking in. Of course, who was A-Rod walking in with? Mark Lazary. Yep. Those two walked into the arena right through the front door. Boop. Right through the front door. They walked right through the crowd, right through everybody. Everybody taking pictures of Alex Rodriguez as he was walking through the crowd. So he was there. And they had a bunch of uh, celebrities in the house. Cheryl Crow and family were in tow tonight uh, at Pfizer Forum as well. By the way, uh, they, what, did they... Do we know if they won that game in Memphis or did they lose that game in Memphis she went to, Sam? Do you know? So her and her family went during the pandemic to the game in Memphis against the Bucs. We should go back and look and see if they won the game in Memphis this year. 
Was um, it this season? I think so. Well, yeah, that was the was, game that Drew Holiday hit the game-winning bucket. So then, okay, so if that's true, so that means there she's three and zero at Bucks games. Like you better get get her butt back here for Game Six then, because they've won both games here with her, and they if they won that game in Memphis too, that means she's three and zero. Again, kind of superstitious. You need to get Cheryl Crow back here for Game Six, one way or the other. Figure it out. Dave, he was at Pfizer Forum. You're next in the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show after the Bucks win 109 to 103. Sparky, what's, what's up, man? You tell me, buddy, what you got? Ran into you yesterday. You oh, told me to call. I'm here. Dave, my artist, my abstract artist. This, this dude yeah, here, buddy. man, is the best abstract artist you're going to find. We gave away a piece of his art uh, at the toy draft a couple years ago. Went for like two, 300 bucks, if I remember correctly, something like that. Uh, very good at what he does. Right into him gra- grabbing some carryout dinner uh, last night, and he said he was going to the game tonight, him and his girl. So, all right, so tell me, what was it like? You've been in the Deer District the rest of the time in the postseason. So how was it being inside? Yeah, first first of all, thanks for the plug. Um, no, that was unreal. I've been to so many games for 20-some years, and I've never been to a game where I felt like we were down 30 the whole time. And I kept looking up when we're down five. I mean, it was unreal. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's that's the thing that I think was the most impressive. Um, oh, sorry, Chris Tucker was there, not Chris Rock. Sorry, said the wrong guy. Um, but but th- this is the thing for me was even though they weren't playing well, to still stay in that game, even though Booker was as hot as he was, and you really didn't have that guy per se for most of the game, was pretty impressive. They're, they're, it just shows you they're going to do it this year, man. They're going to do it for all of us diehards that have been here. Well, I hope beginning. so. It's time, man. And I got uh, back in April, we were in Vegas. I got money on them winning the championship, so let's just get it. So which atmosphere did you like better? The Deer District atmosphere, which you've been in for the last several games outside and always tending to be up close to the stage, or did you think that being inside was better than being outside? Uh, being, I mean, there's nothing like be, being inside is way better for sure. I mean, I feel like it. You know, you're a little priced out from one of my night season tickets at the Bradley Center, but uh, it's definitely nice to get back in there, especially nice. the finals game. Good deal. In a lifetime. All right, Dave. Thanks a lot, buddy. I appreciate it. Take care. There he is, Dave, leaving the Pfizer Forum. Uh, great abstract artist. So good. Uh, let's see. Let's go to John in Bayview. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame shows. The Bucks even the series with the Suns. Two games apiece. Game number five in Phoenix Saturday night. This show right back on the air after that game is over. What's going on, John? Sparky, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. I, uh, for my first time, got to experience a deer district tonight. Uh, luckily, I had off of uh, all my regular duties for the week, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go down there. This is going to be my one shot. Sure. And then I see all the rain forecasts, and I'm yep. thinking, oh, great. I'm probably not even going to happen, you know. And then it kind of shifted a little bit, and it seemed like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go for it. <clears throat> uh, you know, I've lived on the east side. I used to work downtown at the market. I know the area pretty good, so I felt pretty confident about getting uh, a good spot. And you know what? I only had to walk probably a good 15 minutes, and uh, I was down there. And – you know, I'm about your age, Sparky. I'm going to be 40 next month, and I've been listening to uh, 1250 ever since its uh, inception, and I've listened to you on all the post-game shows, and I've, uh, you know, shared a lot of the joy and 
more more than not uh, misery. You know, disdain for how he's been for so many years. You know, <clears throat> me and a buddy of mine used to go to so many games, and anytime they would lose, we we kind of had a joke between us, like. Oh, Sparky's gonna be pissed, you know. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> and and so we were. So were we. You were you were the you were the voice of a, of our, you know, our anger with just always being a bottom feeder team. And I mean, I know how you feel, man. I I just feel so happy that we are in this position, and yet at the same time, you know, we're not we're not to a championship yet. So I'm I'm trying to embrace this as much as I can. But I'm like, we just got to try and get this done this year, you know. No but, question. Yeah, th- this is a big deal right now. To finish it this year, get this one, you know, in the books officially, and then whatever happens for the next couple of years dealing with super teams, we'll deal with. Right. And full full disclosure real quick, I'm going to try and get some things. you got to cut me off. Don't worry about it, bud. But, you know, as a longtime Bucks fan, I've, you know, I was born and grew up here. I, I know I love my city. I love my teams. But we know the Bucks haven't really been good most of our lifetime outside of that you know, nice little season with Ray Ray, Big Dog, and Sam Cassell. And I don't really do this in other sports, but in particular in basketball, when I was, you know, a kid, I just loved the NBA. And those were, you know, some legendary players, you know, Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, all those guys. And I just could never embrace Jordan. I I know he's probably one of the top five players ever, but every, it was so easy to like Jordan when I was a kid. I just didn't want to be another sheep with that, you know. So me and my best friend were like, you know, what team can we kind of get into? Because the Bucks are never going to make the playoffs anytime soon, or this didn't look this right before they got Big Dog and everything. Um, so, lo and behold, we we kind of gravitated towards Charles Barkley, almost right when he got on the Suns, oh. and the Suns became our surrogate team. Right. And when Jordan and them took him out, it broke my heart. You know. And all these but, years later, now they're taking on the Bucks. Right, and it's. These teams have so much, like, it, you know, intertwined history together. It's crazy. I'm sure you know most of that. I don't need yep. to go into it. Right. But it, I always joke, like, well, they're both hey, expansion teams. They're, they're both expansion teams from the same year, from '68. Hey, if the coin flipped the other way, they would have had Will Cinderich instead of us. Yes. You know, it's it's so crazy, man. You know, but like I always joke, the Bucks and the Suns were almost never good at the same time. So I never had to think about. Oh well, you know, if the Bucks and the Suns meet up, wow, that'd be interesting. And well, here I am, and here's what's going on. And don't get me wrong, either, man. My allegiance is 110 percent with the Bucks. Um, I think what's made it easier is I've never been a Chris Paul fan, so I kind of feel like you know I'm not like watching my second favorite yeah. team play my my first favorite team. You know, I don't know. I don't. John, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening all these years. What is it about that dude that guys don't like? Like I mean I I don't I don't know he obviously rubs people the wrong way like consistently rubs people the wrong way whether it be teammates whether it be guys around the league whether it be coaches whether it be fans I mean this dude just rubs people the wrong way I'll be honest with you like I don't mind Chris Paul I mean he again because I'm a big bowling guy right I used to have the spare time bowling show for ten years or whatever it was. Uh, with my guy Dwight Albright and Phil Brylo. Missed doing that show on Sunday mornings. Um, and we talked PBA tour or whatever. And he, you know, does his Chris Paul celebrity bowling tournament every year. Right there, they tape it and they play it back on Super Bowl Sunday morning. He's been doing it for, for years now with the PBA tour. And that's a that's been a huge ratings deal for the PBA tour and bringing new eyes to the PBA tour. So 
from that standpoint, because I'm selfish and I love me the PBA tour, uh, he's been great for that and great for them. And everybody that's dealt with them, dealt with him, I've never heard any bad stories like from any of them, like all good stuff and his dealings with them. So I'm not quite sure what he's like, you know, basketball court wise, locker room wise with teammates or whatever, but yeah, there are, there are a bunch of dudes that don't like that guy. I, and I, I don't know why I'm sure one day I'll, I'll hear all the stories. 109-103, Bucks over the Phoenix Suns. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 a.m. The Fan. Tonight, 109-103 over the Phoenix Sun. Series tied up at two games apiece. The Bucks don't stop here. Milwaukee Bucks, green and growing, better each year. Green and growing, the Bucks don't stop here. Chris Paul falls down and lost the ball. And you've got numbers right now if you're the Bucks. Unbelievable highlight courtesy of ABC Middleton, the star tonight with 40 points. And the Bucks get ready for game five in Phoenix now on Saturday night. It is the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show live from the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And again, A plus the Milwaukee Bucks uh, for having the 1971 champs uh, in the building tonight. Always good seeing all those guys in the building. It's Especially our favorite guy, John McLaughlin, uh, was there too and was on TV. Mike in New Berlin, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show. We'll hear from Bud and Giannis and those guys uh, coming up. Give a couple more calls and then we'll play some of those press conferences back for you. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Spark. How you doing tonight, man? Good. Really good. Hey, man. I just want to say I love all the, the uh, hard work you and all the guys do on the station. You know, you, Rom Dog. Uh, Bart, all them guys, Plucker. Check out Bart's video if you haven't on Twitter yet, at Wings Things. I'm telling you, it's amazing. I got to check it out. Hey, man, I just wanted to tell a little cool story about uh, an interaction with me and a total stranger at the game. We'll probably never see each other again, but a moment I will never forget. So I went to the game. I was inside. I went with my brother and my sister. We had a blast. Uh, Great bonding experience, all that. Um, But we're leaving the game. My sister's driving because she's the designated driver. We're on 12th Street headed up to the freeway, and we're at that point where you can split off left and go up and get on the freeway and head south or down and right and head to 94 West. And I look across my sister to the car in the lane next to us, and there's about an 8- or 10-year-old kid decked out in Bucks gear. He's got the Bucks hat, Bucks shirt, everything. Nice. He's excited. Yeah. He's looking around, and... I notice him looking at us, and just as I notice, he looks away. So I hold up the Bucks rally towel that they gave out at the game tonight, and I'm holding it up, and the kid looks back over, and he gets this huge look on his face, and he looks over at Dad, and all of a sudden the window comes down, and we got our windows down, 
and I'm not trying to make good radio. We were banging bucks, lost, and green and growing. There you go. The whole parking structure. Nice. All, all right. Yes, sir. All right. And this kid looks over at us, and the window comes down, and we both scream at each other, bucks and six, and the light changes, and we head different directions. That is awesome. I love we'll, that. We'll probably never see each other again. I'm 40 years old. Right. I'll never forget it. That's he was amazing. probably eight or ten. Oh, I bet you yeah. he'll never forget it. That's awesome, Mike. That's a great story. Thanks for calling in and sharing it with everybody. That is awesome stuff. Take care. There he is, Mike in New Berlin. That is cool. Yeah, man. See, I mean, th- you would say whatever you want about you know society and everything else, man. Sports just brings everybody together, and especially when you got a team doing what the Bucks are doing. Uh, it, it it just kind of pulls everybody together. And that is why, you know, so many people just love sports. Because it does. It just brings everybody together. Joe and Cedarburg, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show uh, as the Bucks win 109-103. Steve Sparky Fire from the hardest working man in Milwaukee radio. Love being on your show, buddy. I appreciate I you love, calling. I love the fact that a true fan is hosting the postgame show. Makes it so much energy and so much enthusiasm. I don't know if you're a Bart Winkler type fan, but it, like close second right there. Hey, well, Bart Winkler, I said earlier, watch his video. I mean, you know his whole thing about wanting to put uh, the chairs out at the parade and his chair getting stolen. Uh, if you watch his video, he doesn't speak a word in the entire video, and I laughed hysterically for 30 seconds. So it's definitely worth checking out at Winks Thinks on uh, Twitter. Go ahead, Joe. I'm definitely doing that. So I was at the game that I'm a season ticket holder, and I got to tell you, this was the best crowd I've ever been to in any sporting event I've ever been at. I believe it. I think from beginning to end, I think the last game was probably better. There was more energy from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. But the volume this crowd had was just deafening. And I don't think I've ever seen a crowd like that where you just could not hear. I'm, I'm looking at my brother who's right next to me screaming in his face, we couldn't even hear what we were saying to each other. I mean, it was just electric and nuts. And this is something that Phoenix hasn't dealt with. You know, Correct. Going and playing in L.A., where L.A., those, I mean, those fans are nothing. And now this crowd, I think, has single-handedly won these two games. They're, they're, they're giving so much energy to this team, and it was nuts. And we're going six, Sparky. It'll be fun we're to see. Six. It'll be fun to see what these Suns fans sound like. Now that they've seen what the Bucks fans are like in Milwaukee two straight games, I really want to hear what that crowd is like going back on Saturday night. Will they be able to match what our fan base put out there for two straight games? Will they be able to match that type of intensity in their crowd, uh, or they will they beat the crap out of each other during the game again and nobody will be paying attention to the basketball game? No way. No way. Suns and four guys, you're not hearing anything from no, the no. crickets now. No. Now it's all bucks and six. Hey, yep. Also, we yep. got a, a, a poll question out there on Twitter that Sam Schmitz is putting out. Should the Bucks? Reach out, bring Brandon Jennings in, give him tickets, sit him courtside for game six. Brandon Jennings, Larry Sanders, Andrew Bogut, get everybody out there, every Bucks, every Bucks person you can get out there. Yeah, you had Michael Red tonight. That we've been, yep. Michael Red and the crowd went nuts for Michael Red. The crowd went nuts for the seventy one team. Yep. Get everybody out there because all these all these season ticket holders that have been cheering there cheering there for years and years. They want to cheer those guys too, and everybody needs to be part of the celebration. I know, you, I know, you're a big proponent of the '71 team being in the in the parade, leading the parade. Of, yes, uh, 
You know, well, I, I'm with you, but, uh, you know, I'm, I, I still got, like, uh, a Kareem kind of thing here. You know, so do I. Hey, so do I. So do I. I'm with you. Yeah. I get it, but I can't just exclude him. Like, he's part of the team. He's got to be part of it. I don't know if he'd right, even well, come you- for it, but I, I would definitely want it. Yeah, Joe, thanks for the call. Um, You know, he brings up an interesting point. Like, how many of these guys do you really want to bring back to be a part of this? Like, Big Dog? That'd be cool. Sam Cassell's a coach on another team, so I, I don't know if I really, I don't know if he'd really want to be a part of that one way or the other. Ray Allen, I know people love Ray Allen in this town. I don't, but I know a lot of you do. Um, so maybe you bring back Ray Allen to be a part of it. I don't even know if he would even come back. Um, that would be another one. But Jennings, to me, makes the most sense of everybody, right? Because of the whole Bucks and Six thing and how that's carried on. To me, that that makes the absolute most sense to bring Brian Jennings back. Uh, and put him courtside. Since this whole Bucks in six thing has lived on since he's been here, that would be cool. I think that would be really cool. Devontae in the Deer District, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's up, Devontae? What's going on, man? I just want to touch on a couple things, man. You was just talking about, um, you just talking to that person and asking them um, what was better, the Deer District or being at the game. Oh, right, right, right. Dave, yeah. I would say. I, in 2019, I went to the Toronto game, and I was there in the district. And in 2018, I went when we played Boston Celtics. Man, I don't think it's—I don't think it's nothing like being in that district, man. With all those fans, they're so passionate. It's yep. just everybody brought together for one for one thing for the Milwaukee Bucks, you know. And, and isn't uh, it cool, man? With all the crap that's happened in the last couple of years yeah, around here, it don't matter to, if you're white, right. black, Asian, exactly. Republican, Democrat, we all going exactly. for the Bucks, and everybody's just loud. Right. We smacking hands. Yep. We just came out of a pandemic. Everybody's just so happy, you know, and passionate. And um, another thing, we um, we definitely need to bring uh, Brandon Jennings back for sure. Um, yeah, I think so too. Literally, every, I, when I left the Deer District, as I'm walking, literally. Everything you hear is bucks and seats. Everybody honking horns. It's all you hear. People walking past in the cars. Everybody saying bucks and seats. Yep. That's like you said. It's for the culture, man. That's it's for us to win. You know, both of them had good paths, man. I talked to Phoenix fans out there too, man. They they not as bad too. That it's it's good for both cities, man, because it's really bringing us both together. They ain't never won, and we won in 1971. But. On my last note, it's still Bucks and Six. Bucks and Six, I'm with you. All right, man, thanks for the call. appreciate it, Devontae. All right, we'll sneak one more in here, and then we're going to play uh, Coach Boonholzer. We'll get some Giannis. Uh, Middleton talk? I saw Drew Holiday talk. Sam, did Middleton talk today too? Yeah, but they had Middleton with Pat, so it's a Middleton and Pat presser. Why? I don't know. Why? They should have put Pat with Drew. Who? They should have... They should have put Giannis with either one of those other guys, and Middleton should have had his own damn presser. It was Middleton's game. So Giannis was by himself, right? Yeah, of course. That's ridiculous. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, John and Oak Creek hung up, so I'm, we're just going to go to butt. That, that's, that's, again, I, I know I'm going to be nitpicky here, but that's totally disrespectful to Chris Middleton. He carried this team. I understand Giannis is the superstar, the multiple MVP, and da 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 Fine. But Milton deserved the spotlight. Milton deserved his own damn press or not having to share it with somebody else. That's that's crazy. Uh, 109-103, Bucks over the Phoenix Suns. It is the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. We will be right back on the airwaves Saturday night again following that game in Phoenix. Looking forward to it. 8 o'clock tip. Don't forget Bart Winkler tomorrow morning, 6 to 10. 10 to 2, Wendy's Big Show. Gary, Leroy, and myself. Then it's Sparky's Midday Madness for that hour, 2 to 3. And then Rami's show from 3 until 6. All right, let's hear from Coach Boonholzer after this one. 
what's going through your head as you see that ball get tossed up over the top of Giannis? Yeah, I mean, you know, their their connection in the pick and roll game, um, their ability to make plays is is very good. And Giannis just made a spectacular block, a spectacular play, his ability to cover ground and um, get to that point, get to the top. Um, you know, that's an NBA Finals special moment right there. Um, and we're going to need more of them. Um, you know, his impact on the game on both ends of the court, uh, it's a big-time block. Um, you know, that's, that's what he's capable of. In the meantime, Chris Middleton went for 40. Um, just what did you think of kind of his take over there as it goes from tied to you guys up late in the fourth quarter? Yeah, you know, I think you need somebody that can can make those shots. You know, he he and Giannis in a pick and roll. Um, Giannis setting great screens. And Chris, you know, um, I thought he had some good looks, you know, kind of early. and um, But then he just stayed with it. And, um, you know, credit for him. Um, you know, a lot of big tough shots and then the tough finish and transition um you know he was special um you know so a lot of good stuff from Chris and defensively too I think you know he's given us a lot on that end so um yeah Tim you you talk all the time about the work that uh Chris and Giannis have done over the past eight years together to kind of build you guys at this moment how fitting was it to you that those were the two guys that down the stretch of this game kind of pulled you guys out of the fire and kept you in the series yeah, no, I think, you know, to see to see the 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 conversation or the the engagement between those two and Giannis talking about what we wanted to do offensively and um you know a lot of it comes down to just, you know, getting Chris into a good spot and him being unselfish and then Chris delivering um but you know a lot of a lot of reps, a lot of experiences together. Um you know, we need that going forward. Jim here front. Hey Mike, um I I guess pregame talked a little bit about Pat shooting. So he hits the corner three that puts you guys up. Um, and then I think Devin Booker wanted that switch on Pat late. And then Pat with the contest, you just speak a little bit about those two plays and, and what they meant to. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, we were able to get a stop and, you know, I think get, get a push up the court. Um, you know, they, they showed a crowd, they showed, uh, you know, extra bodies on, on Giannis. He made a great read, great decision. Um, great look by Patty makes it. And then defensively, you know, um, his athleticism, his ability to kind of, you know, get to a contest and, um, you know, help us defensively. Uh, he's done it all year. And so, you know, a couple big plays from Pat. Kind of along the same lines with Drew. I, I would imagine this might have been one of his more frustrating games. We'll ask him that later. But to to rebound. And then to kind of work with Giannis to to have that turnover late as well, um, mental toughness there. I'm guessing for his part to not sort of lose it there. Yeah, no, I think you know this is kind of a mental toughness win for us. You know, I think both teams are scrapping, and um, you know, I thought Drew made a couple or several winning plays late. Um, you know, the steal. I thought he came up with a big defensive rebound in traffic. He came up with a big offensive rebound. Um, you know, so I think for him just to stick with it. Uh, I, I, the mental toughness, um, that you mentioned, uh, it's how he's built. Um, you know, he's a winner and, and, you know, he made a lot of winning plays those last three or four minutes on your right, Sam, but, uh, late when, when Devin seemed like he was almost trying to intentionally foul Drew, which would make no sense when he had five, but I mean, did you get an explanation on how the whistle didn't blow there? And, and in general, your thoughts on Devin's night? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll go the first one. I, I think, 
you know, there was just a little bit of a mix up. Um, I think they called the foul a little bit earlier on somebody other than Booker. Um, so I think there was a little bit of confusion, you know, just in general, both, you know, the players and, and um, you know, I think, I think Booker just went to the bench, thought he had fouled out and the cow was on somebody else. There's a little bit of, like I said, confusion, mix up, not that big a deal. Um, I don't know. I, was there seven, 10 seconds left? So I, I thought it was pretty late. Um, but anyways, uh, as far as Booker's night, you know, he's hitting, you know, contested, tough shots. Um, you know, I think we just got to keep keep making them work for everything. Um, you know, maybe we're able to get a couple stops late. Just, um, But, you know, he's a heck of a player. Um, bounce back game from him, which is exactly what we expected. Um, we just got to keep making him work for everything he gets. All right, Thor Air is Mike Budenholzer. That's not all the presser, but that's a good portion of Mike Budenholzer's presser from after the game tonight, after the Bucks win 109-103. to Jason, on the east side, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's up, Jason? Uh, key for the game, absolutely electric. It's, it's the most exciting I've seen the city in just such a long time. It's just awesome. But also, I like, you know, you guys are talking about past past members of this regime and, you know, who do, you know, to have to back. And I, I know John Hammond's the general manager of the Atlanta Magic Man, but he's got as much to do with this team as anybody else. No doubt he does. Yep, and absolutely. Draft, drafting Giannis and also trading for Chris Milton. Yep. For Brandon James and not trading him away when they were trading away Brandon Knight and thinking about, you know, who which one they were going to keep. So right. just give a shout-out to him because he definitely deserves it. Yeah, John Hammond definitely deserves a part of it. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, and, yeah, you're absolutely right. He, he was – uh, the guy that was instrumental in making that pick, him and Billy McKinney, uh, were instrumental in making that pick. And you know, he, he told me, hey, man, can't hit a home run if you don't swing for the fences. We're not going to get anybody signed here as a free agent that's a superstar. It's not happening. So the only one way to get one here uh, is to try and draft one. And if you look at his draft picks, pretty much all of them were high upside picks, not playing for th- like Larry Sanders. He wasn't playing for then. He was playing for the long game with Larry Sanders, knowing he knowing he was raw, but athletic, play over the rim. John Henson, same type of deal. The, these are the type of guys that he was drafting, again, playing the long game uh, at the end of the day, not playing to win in the next year or two, but hoping that one of these guys would work out, the work ethic and everything else, and Giannis ended up being that, that defining guy uh, that John Hammond will always, always, always have on his resume, and it will always get him work as long as he wants to work. Now, I don't know how much longer John Hammond wants to work, but that's kind of what it is. And now in Orlando, he's going about it the same way, drafting athletic players and hoping that at some point here he hits on another one. And if he does, he's going to be even a bigger rock star than he is already. If he doesn't, he'll always have Giannis. It's not even going to matter. 109-103, Bucks over the Phoenix Suns. And speaking of Giannis, we'll hear from him coming up next on the Pick and Save Basketball Postgame Show. Don't you turn that dial. Bucks get the win tonight over the Phoenix Suns. And that is the way I like it. 109-103. What a day to be a Bucks fan, huh? Or a night, whatever the case may be. So many of you had a chance to be inside that game, you'll never forget it. So many of you had a chance to be at the Deer District, you're never going to forget it. 
And the rest of us, we'll never forget where we were watching this game tonight. Or any of these games, probably for that matter. You'll always, always remember this. You'll tell your kids, you'll tell your grandkids. You'll tell everybody about that magical year the Bucks went on a run uh, with a dominant player in Giannis. And this guy, Chris Middleton, who, man, oh, man, oh, man, that dude was under fire for two, three years uh, by Bucks fans. Two, three years. And then that, that, that postseason put him on his back and took him to the promised land. Will they get to the promised land and finish? Don't know. Three games possibly left. Bucks need to win two of the three to be NBA champions to hoist that Larry O'Brien trophy. That is where we are right now. We are that close. Just got to win two of the next three, and you're the NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. How cool would that be to say NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks? And Giannis well, maybe didn't have that 40-point-plus uh, night offensively, but he did have 26 points, 14 boards, eight assists, three steals, two blocks. <laughs> Again, if that's anybody else, it's like, man, what an unbelievably great night for that guy. And because it's Giannis... And we watch him game in and game out. We're like, yeah, that's a good game. Good game. Not great, but a, but, but a good game. You read that box score, you're like, damn, that's like a really good game when you put all the numbers together. And a really great play made by Giannis was this one right here. Now Booker with Tucker on him. Throws it up for Aiden. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. Huge block there uh, at the end of the game. Giannis talked after the game tonight. After the Bucks tied this series up at two, now head to Phoenix for game five. Can you send me through the block? Well, you know, just a hustle play. Um, I thought I'm going to get dunked on, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, going down the stretch, just do whatever, you know, it takes to win the game. You know, just put yourself in a position that can be the game. And, you know, uh, you know, I saw, I saw, you know, I saw the play coming. Uh, I saw that uh, Chris, Chris Paul was throwing the lob. So now I just, I'm just going to jump vertical, you know, towards the rim. Hopefully I can, you know, be there in time. And uh, I was there in time and was able to get a good block and uh, go down and uh, get to a point. So, so uh, it was a great house play. Uh, it felt like a strange angle. Like it, it was one of those spots where it, the, the toss just kind of came out of nowhere. Did it surprise you at all? No, no, no. I, I, it didn't surprise me. Like I saw it coming. Like I knew once I see saw him putting on the his one hand, he was too far for a layup. So I knew he was throwing the lob, and I committed so much. Uh, and you kind of like your instinct. You kind of feel it. You, I felt him like rolling and to the rim behind me. So I, I knew the only chance to get a stop is just jump towards. Um, towards the rim and try to cover that uh, that angle for him to score. And, and Aiden is so strong. You so you legitimately thought as he went up, he was gonna he's gonna dunk it. Yeah, I, I was late. Like usually a play like that, it's it's a. If I was in the opposite opposite side, it's it's a dunk, you know. But uh, as I said, like I didn't jump to block the ball. I jumped towards the rim. I feel like that's what uh, kind of helped me put me in position to uh, get the block because I jumped. The rim was right here, so I jumped right here. So he could, like, shoot the ball. If he shot the ball to the backboard, it'd probably be a goaltending, you know, but he tried to dunk it. So I I was right there earlier than him. Malika in the back. 
Giannis, Chris had some big performances last round, but for most of them, you were watching tonight. You got to be out there with him. What did you see from him? And what was that like? It was great. You know, uh, he was being aggressive and, uh, you know, I kept communicating to him that there was things that we could do that to get him wide open, to get him to the elbow jump shot, to get him um, turning the corner, because usually they're like helping a lot when he's turning the corner. But uh, he was he was. That's what it does down the stretch. We want him to have the ball. We want him to be the decision maker. We know he's going to take big shots. He's going to make big shots. Uh, and uh, tonight was he was incredible. Jim here up front. Hey, yes. Um, but you mentioned a hustle play on your end. I guess can you speak to Pat's defense on Devin, where there was a switch late and Devin tried to end up having a contested jumper. Drew gets the re. Uh, you know, that rebound gets an offensive rebound at the other end. Seemed like hustle, mental toughness, big part of those last few minutes for those oh, guys. Oh, for sure. For sure. For everybody. Everybody that was on the floor. We kind of know, you know, what kind of game this is. We knew that the last three minutes we got to, you know, get stops. You know, take possession at a time and uh, just make it as tough as possible for them. We knew that Devin Boogie going to have the ball. Chris Paul going to have the ball. And we just wanted to make them make a play, you know, uh, make them make uh, a tough play, maybe drive to the hoop, have a contested layup or a contested two, you know. So I think uh, those two guys did a great job. Drew did a great job. Pat did a great job. Uh, and we we need them to keep doing that. You talked about trust for those guys, especially Pat on offense. Is that an example of trust on defense where it? I don't know if there's an instinct or a desire to maybe want to go help or help too much? But it, it, it seemed like that was just okay, Pat. This is your assignment, and, and try to make it tough. Yeah, it's okay. He yeah. he can, uh, you know, and Pat and Drew and uh, PJ, they can they can guard, you know. And uh, there's gonna be times that, as bigs, me, Brooke, Bobby, we gotta read, you know, when we're gonna help. Uh, and sometimes we overhelp uh, that we don't have to. But uh, this time they they have to guard. They have to like sit down and uh, move their feet and uh, contest shots and send them send the guys to the crowd and send the guys to uh, the bigs. And I feel like uh, they've been doing a great job. But um, as you know, uh, we gotta keep we gotta keep doing this together. We gotta they gotta keep guarding. We gotta keep helping. And uh, moving forward, we gotta keep doing this. Rachel. Giannis in the fourth quarter when they're up. <laughs> I can't see. Oh, he's in the corner. Okay. Yeah, he's in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the fourth quarter when they were up seven. And, you know, if you go down 3-1, going back there, that's significant. What was going through your mind? You know, how about, how about do you want it? You know, how, you know, how about do you really want it? You know, um, and just leave the game, you know, swinging kind of mentality, you know, um, try to be aggressive, try to get stops, you know, try to set screens, like do everything uh, physically physically possible to uh, put yourself in a position to win this game. And I think everybody was feeling, feeling that. And, uh, you know, that's what we did. You know, it, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a pretty game, uh, uh, but we was able to, you know, keep, Keeping that composure, keep coming. Uh, we had wide open shots that we missed that we usually make, but uh, going down the stretch, we kept believing ourselves. We kept executing. We kept setting screens. We kept getting stopped. We kept running. We kept rebounding the ball. We kept blocking shots. So uh, we wanted this bad, and um, the team showed it tonight. But we gotta keep getting better. Gotta keep getting better. We gotta keep taking steps 
forward and uh, keep playing good basketball. Tim up front. Like you're able to get into quite the same places and be quite as aggressive as you were tonight offensively. Did they do anything different, or was it something you were seeing that was different? What was what changed? No, I think I think I just got to be more aggressive. I got to be more aggressive. I got to keep going downhill uh, more, and I uh, keep keep enjoying enjoying the game more. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, and you, you and Chris have both talked a lot about the fact that over the past eight years, you guys have kind of built this thing into what it is and built yourselves into the players that you are. How how did it feel to be able to close out a game like this with him? It was, you know, the way you two played down the stretch to kind of get this thing done and keep you guys in the series. Feels good. Feels good. You know, uh, we've we've done this uh, a lot a lot of times. You know, and uh, there's times that you know uh, going down the stretch, I got I got to trust. It. And uh, he got to trust me. And uh, as I said, we've done it. We've done so many. We've closed so many games, and we've lost a lot of games. But like closing a, a game like this in the NBA Finals, like you know, obviously it means it means a lot. And if it felt good, and uh, but uh, we cannot be satisfied. You know, we got to keep enjoying the game, keep uh, playing good basketball. And uh, but to answer your question, it felt good um, doing that with him down the stretch. Lori, right here. I also wanted to ask you about Chris. I know it doesn't surprise you that he had 10 clutch points um, because you know him so well, but how happy are you for him? He doesn't flex. He doesn't put anything on himself. He doesn't even dunk. So the fact that, you know, did you say anything to him or just how happy are you for him? I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm very proud. But as I said, it comes down to trust. Like I, I trust him, you know, win or lose. I'm okay with it. Like usually, like when you're going down the stretch in like game like this, so whatever game you play, you want to take it upon yourself and uh, win or lose. You're like, okay, I took the shots. You know, it, I, I lost the game. I won the game. You know, but like it comes down to like trust. I trust that guy right there, Drew. I trust Chris. I know they're gonna make the right play, and uh, I know they're gonna deliver the ball when I'm open. And uh, but like what he did tonight was. It was incredible. We 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 need him to keep doing it, you know. And uh, we we within reach uh, of our goals, and hopefully we can keep enjoying, you know, enjoying the game and uh, keep playing good basketball. Keep you know having um, building winning habits that we build all year. Keep trusting our winning habits and uh, keep making winning plays. Uh, and hopefully we can put ourselves in a position to win. All right, there is Giannis uh, talking after the game uh, earlier this evening. 109-103, Bucks over the Suns. Uh, Giannis, again, ends up with 26 points, 14 boards, 8 assists, 3 steals, couple of blocks. Chris Middleton's story of the night, though, 40 points, 6 boards, 4 assists, and a couple of steals uh, for Chris Middleton uh, tonight. And a, a big, big, big uh, game uh, for Chris Middleton. And he was really the guy that kind of carried him Tonight, Pat Connaughton hit a big three down the stretch as well. And Chris Middleton and, and Pat Connaughton talked after the game. You've played um, alongside Giannis in this team, and while you've been doing that, some, your game has been dissected, sometimes maligned, but you've had great postseason performances. Do you think playing a game like this on this stage at this time of the series, did you do you feel like a weight is off your shoulder at all? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, um, not perfect. I feel like I've had a great career so far. Um, you know, every year I feel like I advance my game. And, uh, you know, as an organization, we take a step forward most 
of these years that I've been here. Um, as far as the other stuff, I really don't care about. Um, well, with myself, um, with this organization, it's all about taking a step each day in the right direction. Giannis talked about how much he trusts you. And, you know, you saw the play after you got the layup, how everybody just kind of came onto you and picked you up. Um, what is it like to have that trust of your teammates? Does that help you kind of block out any outside noise that you get because you have the backing of your team? For sure. I mean, um, my teammates, um, first, my coaches, um, then everybody else in the organization, their opinion matters to me the most. Um, you know, I really, I'm sorry, but I don't care what you guys write or what you guys think, whether it's good or bad. Um, but, you know, um, for my teammates to have the confidence in me, trust in me, um, that's the most important of all. Eric, on your right. Uh, I'll ask both of you, but we'll start with Pat. Um, just what are you thinking as Giannis goes up for that block? I think you're over by Crowder kind of trailing the play. Yeah, I was um... – I was on Crowder, the guy who was pulling up after the pick and roll. I was thinking I was right around the elbow at the time. Um, and the honest thought that was going through my head was more or less kind of like shock and awe. I think, you know, when the block happened, I kind of looked like – and luckily PJ came across the lane and grabbed the rebound because I for, forgot for a split second <laughs> to go grab it. Um, you know, I kind of said it's – uh, in my opinion, the best block of all time. Uh, you know, obviously we're a little biased and you can uh, talk about the LeBron block as well. But uh, as far as a, a block where he was covering the pick and roll, he had to judge where the pass was, where Aiton was uh, catching it and trying to dunk it above the box. Um, it's about as oppressive as you can get. You were far side, I, I believe. Just, yeah. What was your vantage point? Kind of the same thing to him. Uh, uh, two times, like, oh, man, like, we gave up a layup. Then next thing you know, he's blocking it. Um, it was a, a great effort. Um, you know, didn't give up on the play when it seemed like they had an open layup or a dunk. And, you know, that's what we need um, in this finals. Everybody get those extra effort. And, you know, he came through for, for us big um, on that play. Chris, um, for you, obviously, everyone, all of your teammates that have been up here have talked about how much they trust you. Pat had missed two threes at the start of the fourth quarter, and then he steps into a big one. And manages to hit it. Just what do you think it is? You see Pat line up another one and, and have that open shot. That's what we want him to do. That's what he's out there for. Um, he's hit many big shots um, for us throughout the season, throughout this playoff run. Um, like I said, he's out there for a reason. If he has an opening to shoot and he's wide open, he's got to shoot it. Um, whether it's make or miss, he's just going to keep the defense honest uh, for one. Then two, he's a, he's a great shooter. Tim? Chris, as you, you obviously went on that 10-0 run in the final couple minutes there, you, you had to get picked up off the ground because you clearly were out of gas after that layup. But what what kind of allowed you to summon the energy needed to to make those plays in that moment there? Uh, everybody's tired. Everybody's banged up. Um, just got to give it your all. Leave it all on the court. Uh, we could rest and sleep and get treatment um, after the game. But, you know, while that game is being played, um, there's no excuses of exhaustion or something's hurt. If you're hurt, you just can't be out there. Um, but that's all. Give it your all. And, and what exactly is it about this building that you – thrive so much in it and I mean even next door you weren't quite the same players you've been since you've gotten here just the energy um you know I've been playing in this I guess building for two years now um a lot of shots I guess I gotta get some extra shots in Phoenix and whatnot but um just got to find a way to to knock down shots um on the road I mean it's been tough for me all you know postseason long um just got to find a way Brian over here on the left Chris, it seemed like early in that fourth quarter, you guys were just kind of hanging there a little bit. They opened a little bit of a lead. Was there a, a point where it sort of changed and you said, okay, I can win this for us now? We're, we're, we're there? No, I mean, um, 
you know, they hit a three to start off the, the fourth quarter, but I think for a majority of the game, we had a lot of great looks. We missed them, a lot of layups, a lot of open threes. Um, you just hope at some point they're going to fall, but at the same time, you have to get stops. And that's the main thing that fourth quarter, we were able to get stops when we needed to. Lori, right here. I hate to oversimplify it, but um, your team was shooting 38%. Did you feel like you just needed to take over at that point in those final two minutes? And then secondly, we don't talk enough about your free throw shooting and how clutch it is. How much work do you put into that? Or is that just something that's been so automatic for you for so long? It's effortless. As far as free throws, I mean, uh, it's just a routine thing. Um, you know, we do free throw shooting games after practice every day. Um, you know, I shoot free throws uh, for my pregame routine. It's just, you know, a routine thing for me. Um, as far as the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, um, you know, we just ran sets that, you know, enabled me to get to my spots. And after that, I just got to make reads, whether it's to shoot, um, whether to find an open guy, Giannis on the roll. Um, it's just reading the defense at that point. Um, just luckily, thankfully, I hit some shots. Jim, up front. Hey, Ben. Um, late when... This, you switch over on to Devin. Um, in in late game situations like that, um, is there any thought of, you know, time on the clock, score, you know, maybe he, they're hunting for that matchup to a degree the way he's playing? Um, and so I guess you kind of speak to that and maybe walk us through how, how you ended up with that contest and, and the miss. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have confidence in my athleticism. Uh, you know, I think I can defend at a high level. Um, I think sometimes uh, they are looking for a matchup. And uh, I think sometimes it's, uh, you know, uh, it's like a pride thing, right? Um, I think he got me once on a pump fake that I can't fall for, giving him free points at the free throw line. We've talked about it, and I got to be better in that situation. He's also a ter terrific player. So he made a few shots on me um, earlier in the game, sometime in the third quarter, I believe. Uh, but they were tough. They were contested shots. And at the end of the day, um, that's my job. It's to keep him in front be physical, try to make sure that, um, you know, I'm matching uh, his physicality and making sure he's not, you know, backing down or getting free. Uh, and if he's got to make a tough contested shot, that's what he's going to have to do um, in order to, you know, put them in a position to try to win the game. And that's all I thought at the end of the game was uh, he wasn't going to get by me and I was going to be physical enough so that it kind of threw him off when he did have to take the jump shot. Um, Bud said this was a mental toughness kind of victory in, in a lot of ways and, and, a lot of hustle plays late. Giannis is blocked. Drew's rebounding some defense there. Either, either of you can answer this, I guess. Is that would, would you say that was accurate in terms of just having to kind of dig into something a little bit in the final few minutes? Yeah, it's a grind. Um, you know, a lot of playoff games, especially when it comes late in the fourth quarter, um, it's a grind. Just got to find a way to, to get it, um, get loose balls, get rebounds, figure out a way to get stops against great players. Um, that's how I can really say about it. It's a grind. Definitely a grind for sure. There is Chris Middleton and Pat Connaughton uh, talking earlier tonight uh, after the Bucks get the win 109-103 to 103 over the Phoenix Suns. See Sparky Fiverr with you. Broadcasting live from the Lakeland University Studios. Sam Schmidt's doing a great job. Executive producer, other side of the glass against Bart Winkler tomorrow morning, 6-10. He'll be in all his glory if you didn't check out his video tonight. Very good. Didn't, didn't say a word in it. No talking. Uh, but if you have heard his show and heard about him putting a chair out, getting ready for the parade, what was it, last week or whatever it was, and then somebody stole his chair and so forth, and now he's trying to figure out how to put out more chairs and all this other stuff, you'll you'll get the video. So 
Go check it out uh, at Wings Thinks uh, on Twitter. So he'll be here tomorrow morning. Him and Toby Altizer, 6 to 10. Then Big Show, myself, Wendy's Big Show, myself, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and Dan Plucker, who was at the game tonight, will be all there 10 to 2. Sparky's Midday Madness, 2 to 3. And then Ronnie Makloff, uh, 3 to 6 tomorrow afternoon. I, I just saw this on Twitter, and I'm just going to play it right off of Twitter. I, I was listening to it a little bit while Pat Connaughton uh, and Chris Middleton uh, were talking. Here's Monty Williams, uh, courtesy of ESPN, uh, talking uh, to his team after tonight's loss in the locker room. Hey, let me tell you something. All of this is correct. We're in this situation right now because we put ourselves in this situation. I mean in a good way. We got three games to win two. That's how you got to look at it. You can't have your heads down right now. You got to stay together. That's the deal. What happened tonight is correctable. 17 offensive rebounds they got, 17 turnovers we had. Think about that, guys. We had a 21 point fourth quarter. We're making it hard on ourselves, okay? But we can't have our heads down. It's emotionally tough. But we got to know we put ourselves in this position. We got home court advantage. You got to keep your spirit high. That's the deal. Ever since I've been here, we talked about everything you want is on the other side of hard. This is hard. This is freaking hard. So you got to stick together. That's the deal. All right? Let's bring it in. Come on, guys. I'm telling you, coaching in professional sports, college sports, high school sports, yes, it's X's and O's uh, and all of that, but it is so much the psychology of dealing with uh, the players that play for you in, in these moments, being able to get them to kind of focus, refocus, and keep them going in a positive direction. Monty Williams appears, again, I'm not in that locker room every day, but appears, at least in this series, uh, to be doing a pretty good job uh, of keeping these guys focused. Uh, free throw differential tonight. Bucks win again, 24-29 from the free throw line, just 16 of 19 uh, for uh, the Phoenix Suns. Giannis only gets eight free throw attempts tonight, hits four of them. Middleton, seven of eight. Lopez, six of six. Holiday, five of five. Teague, two for two. Uh, so pretty good night at the free throw line, so you win that one. Uh, Three-point shooting, both teams stunk. 7 of 29 for the Bucks, 7 of 23 for the Phoenix Suns. Rebounds, uh, 48 uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks, 40 for the Phoenix Suns. And turnovers, uh, a big key in this as well, as you just heard. 17 turnovers to 5 for the Milwaukee Bucks. Said it earlier on the big show, you win boards, you win free throws, and then you add turnovers into that mix by the differential that the Bucks won it. Yeah, you're going to win basketball games. And that's exactly what happened tonight as they win 109-103. to That will do it tonight for the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show live from the Lakeland University Studios. Nine-line learning at seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. Bart Winkler tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock. Tune it in, tell your friends, tell your family members, turn on the fan all day tomorrow and every day. So we talk Bucks NBA Finals. They win 109-103. Series tied at 2, Game 5, Saturday night, 8 o'clock tip in Phoenix. This very show will be back on the air following that one. We'll talk about whatever happens Saturday night in Phoenix. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning starting at 10 on the Wendy's Big Show. Enjoy the rest of your night. Drive safe if you're still out and about partying. Toodles! We now join CBS Sports Radio already in progress. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 